welcome back for those who have been following us so far. I think this is like our seventh or sixth or seventh podcast. I've lost track. Um, and today we've got an exciting new topic, one that is Tanya is quite passionate about. Tanya, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about chakras today, but it, it's I'm not passionate about it in a good way. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of poo-pooing it a little bit. So... Um, I'm super interested to hear your experience because I remember when we first started talking and you said that when you first started that training course with the, with the lady, um, what was her with name? Nancy again? Rebecca. Nancy Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. She, you're like, I didn't even know what a chakra was. And, you know, I've had so many conversations with um, clients and Kevin, my partner, about these things and because they, they kind of irritate me because I think what people do is they will sort of go into, you know, as long as I heal myself energetically, as long as my chakras are balanced, everything's going to be fine and I'm going to be able to move through life. And I actually think it's the opposite. Whereas you have to actually move through life. Say you're having troubles with your throat chakra and I'll, I'll get into the, um, you know what? Maybe I'll explain yeah, what the chakras go. are first, and yeah, yeah and then I'll explain. Yeah. I'll For the listeners who rant. don't know what a chakra is, like I was eighteen months ago, um, yeah, run through them, and then as you're speaking about them, then then those who are familiar with them will understand, but those who aren't have caught up. <laughs> so my understanding of chakras is basically that they're different energy centers in your body, and they spin and they create energy. If for some reason, one of your chakras is blocked, it's not going to spin properly. So the chakras all relate to different things. So starting at the top from the crown of our, our head is the, um, and I actually made notes because I never remember them properly, is the crown chakra. And that one speaks to spirituality. So you'll hear sort of spiritual people say, oh, well, open your crown chakra. And I'm just sort of, um, you know, showing my hands with my head kind of opening up. And that connects you to spirit and um, the other side. Um, right in between your eyebrows is your third eye chakra. And that speaks to your awareness. Your throat, it's called your throat chakra. And it's about communication. Um, right on your chest, basically where your heart is, it's called your heart chakra. And that speaks to like love and healing. And there's actually also a rear heart chakra. Um, that's actually pink. The front heart chakra is green and the back one is pink and it's love healing, but the rear heart chakra actually speaks to like past and the front is sort of where yeah. you're at right now. And actually, interestingly in readings, if I'm doing a reading for somebody and I get the symbolism of a watermelon, that usually means, um, heart chakra because it's the front of the rear, the, oh, yeah. uh, the green and the pink. Yeah. Um, and then just uh, sort of below our rib cage, the rib cage is the solar plexus chakra, which is basically where you house your wisdom and power. Below that, um, just sort of um, how would I explain that? A little bit almost uh, within or slightly below your belly button is your sacral chakra, which is your sexuality and creativity. And below that, like right at the base of your spine is your root chakra. And that is for, for um, it's very basic. It's about trust and, and stability. That's what yeah. the root chakra is. And, you know, um, 
again, Kevin and I have talked about this so many times because he's a Reiki master and he's done a lot of energy healing. And just tonight he said, so what's your podcast going to be about? I said, oh, it's about chakras. And he said, you know, he goes, I swear that when I was really into healing, I could actually feel these different energy systems kind of spinning and whatever. I go, absolutely. They're very real. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And from a healing point of view, you can, like, you can actually feel them. It's, it's, it's a realistic thing. Even before I knew what a chakra was, when I found out what a chakra was, I, oh, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about as you scan down, you get, a feeling at each one and it's like okay that's the sixth the fifth the fourth you know that's what they're talking about uh, and it made sense it makes sense to what the the notes that you just read mean you know for the emotional one or for the heart one I get that because I feel that when I did it without knowing the names of them without knowing the color of them and interestingly the color is quite interesting because I don't get the same colors as the sheets of paper that are around say and most people do but I find I don't get the same colors in a lot of things as other people do so my grounding oh, color is often a deep purple but it but in my group which was mostly a Canada and US with Nancy Rebecca most people would get a different color than I would um and Nancy said ah oh, she actually worked with an indigenous uh elder from Australia and he got similar colors to what I got um oh so, isn't that interesting yeah so I, I I do find that fascinating I was never conditioned to the colors from any stage so I had my own I suppose um and I was like oh I must be doing it wrong because the colors I'm getting aren't matching and then you know she was like absolutely not your colors are your colors and um you know you will find that different regions or different people just get different colors so if if everyone else is getting you know red and green for the heart and you're getting purple don't worry about it that's the color that you're meant to receive like it's it's your yeah and I don't know if I I fully went into the colors so the crown chakra is um like a very bright purple that I see third eye is blue heart chakra I get pink and green solar plexus oh I'm gonna get this wrong it's yellow or orange and sacral is yellow or orange and then root is red yeah but I don't, I don't personally usually see the colors. What I'll see is say I'm doing a reading and I will get cued by things like chakras, but you know, sort of back to my earlier example um, about like a, the throat chakra. If I start kind of in the reading, I'm focusing on the, on the throat. It's, I'm not necessarily seeing this spinning, you know, sort of ball of energy, but I'm being focused on the throat in, in that there's communication problems. Yeah. So the thing that that can kind of irritate me, not just a little bit, but a lot about chakras. <laughs> so unlikely is... to get irritated a lot. <laughs> the wonderful well, because I'm just so grounded in all of it. <laughs> yeah. And I and I and Beautiful. I don't think that we need to be like, oh, I need to go do a sound bath and oh, I need to balance my chakras and blah blah. And that's not to poo-poo energy healing because energy healing is very real and it works. However, if all I'm doing is I'm going into a group and I'm, and I'm balancing my chakras it, energetically, let's use the throat for communication. I'm energetically balancing all my chakras. I've got my throat chakra energetically cleared and cleansed. That does not mean that I'm going to all of a sudden be healed of my childhood trauma of never having a voice. And all of a sudden, I'm going to be better at communicating. I can't step out into the world 
yeah. with a clear throat chakra. I still have those other pieces of the pie sort of that need to be dealt with in order for me to not re-block my throat chakra. Yeah. Does that make and sense? All of a, absolutely. All of a sudden you have an awareness of that, but awareness of that doesn't mean it's going to go away. It's like, okay, I get that. That makes sense to me. Okay, what other pieces put that into place to make? What else am I guarding to make that where it is? What else do I have to do to get it? It's just that you understand where you're at. And it's like, from now I can make changes or I can do things or I can work on energy releasing. I can do all these things. But the acknowledgement or the understanding of it doesn't make it disappear just in itself. Um, exactly. Or just energetically clearing it does not make it disappear. You still have to go and work through that childhood trauma. You still have to put yourself into situations. So I guess what I'm saying is that just because you energetically deal with something does not automatically mean that it's gone and cleared. We are not spiritual beings in, you know, we are not without body. Yeah. So Mind you, I think there's a lot of, to balance it up, I do, I have seen that actually happen. So I think it's possible. I think it's, you can energetically. You're right. I'm being fair. I'm being a bit black and white. I'm just saying it's not the only thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, it is possible to do that. But you've got to be like, it's not easy to do that. You've got to be quite powerful in your energetic healing, or the thing's got to be quite small. So the bigger the the, the, exactly the the resistance or the the trauma or whatever it is, that's made that block, the harder it is. And, And you know, when we did, we did a lot of this stuff with Nancy Rebecca, she does a lot of energy, um, energy healing. And she would often say, you're going to need to do this several times for months, or you're going to need to look at your life and address this now. So this is what it is. You've got an energy release. So you're in a good spot. You know, you're breaking down the fear barrier or whatever the other things that are blocking this from being released, you know, you're chipping at it. So just keep going. Exactly. Yeah. And so what the energy healing are about, see, let's go back to the throat again. So perhaps I would um, go get my throat chakra healed and it would clear the energy maybe enough for those other things to come up to surface. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or it would clear it enough that would give me some breathing room to be able to speak my truth or, or things like that. I think what what I'm sort of almost black and white saying is it's a fallacy to believe that clearing your chakras is the only solution because it isn't. Yeah. And you're going to be spending a lot. Yeah. I did a lot of healing. Uh, I did a lot of intuitive work. I did. I lived my life doing uh, mediumship and things like that without knowing what a chakra was. Right. So you don't need to understand it. You don't need to know it. Does understanding it, knowing it help and add? Yeah, it didn't for me at the start. It actually made it harder for me because I was trying to see the colors people were trying to see. I was trying to see the chakra. I was trying to do things the way that everyone told me to do it. And the stress and the pressure of trying to actually change the way that you're told to do it when that's not how your your intuition works is actually deducts from what you're doing. I agree. Yeah, you don't need to know. You just know, you know, when it's in the gut, it's an emotional thing. Like when it's in the heart, it's it, it's it's logical. When it's in the throat, it's your voice. It's a communication thing. Like just know the basics of that gives you enough. Exactly. That you need to know. 
Yeah. 100% because those will sort of pop up in readings. I'll pull a card or, or like I said, I'll be talking to somebody and I'll kind of be focused on the throat. And then that will sort of guide, okay, I'm, I'm seeing that there's some communication issues, something like that. It's almost like the same tool for me as pulling cards yeah. or something along those lines to make it more clear. I actually had a client not that long ago and she um, was dealing with, um, I, I want to say breast cancer. It was something around her heart area. I, I'm pretty sure it was breast cancer. And she said, you know, oh, my daughter, she um, was talking to me about chakras. And, you know, I was sort of wondering your opinion, like if my chakras are okay. And and I, I was like, <laughs> look, I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just not really your reader. If If you want me to to say to you that, you know, what you're going through is a result of um, not connecting lovingly to people or something like that. I said, I, I, I'm just not that person. So apologies, but that's not me. And, and she's like, actually, she goes, I really like that. Thank you. Because I think it's hogwash. She says, I've got this, you know, physical problem and it's a physical problem that I need to deal with. And I almost find you know, saying that to somebody like, oh, you have breast cancer because your heart is blocked. So, okay, maybe energetically that might be true, but like, let's come on. The reality is you've still got breast cancer. <laughs> the reality <laughs> is you have breast cancer and, and truly like, who are you to decide that? How yeah. do you know? You don't know if it's from something from their heart chakra blocked. You don't know if it's actually God's or universe or spirit's plan for them to get breast cancer regardless of their chakras you know and and so it can almost be kind of shaming like it's your fault because you didn't love properly or you didn't balance this or balance that and you know so just to kind of wrap up that for me is it's not the only solution and that's the part that irritates me because Kevin always goes well you believe in them right you believe in them I'm like 100% I believe in them I can see them they make sense they correlate. It's not like I, I see it wrong and the third eye is actually in the, you know, base chakra sort of spot. Like, yes. Yeah. But but to lay on a mat every day with a Reiki healer and balancing your chakras, I'm sorry, that's not going to change your life. If you want to change your life, you need to go out and you need to use your voice and you need to go out and you need to live in the 3D world. And, and, and you need to take these things into consideration in your healing and you need to do, you know, you need to do things. Yeah, We yeah. can't just expect energetically like you, when you were here, by the way, you are a very good healer. You, I was, I had a super bad cold and I could feel it actually at night. I'm like, mm, Nettie's healing me right now. <laughs> and, you know, there was a, you know, you did an energetic healing on me and it was amazing. Like I could really feel it. But that didn't change the fact that I got bronchitis and, you know, needed yeah. to be on antibiotics. And so, yeah, so yeah. that's sort of my rant about it. And I just sometimes think that that too much gets placed on it and it can almost get placed on it from like a, um, a superiority place of, oh, well, you know, I understand these um, energetic things better than you. And, and I think this and that. And it's like, shut up. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and also it gives too much focus on the answer and the, the the cause, the answer and the cure being all on the one, you know, thing. And it it, it on yes. the chakra. And that's not it's not gonna happen. On something you. energetic. Yeah. And and we, you know, there's certain people who um would argue that everything's energy, we're all energetic, and you can actually mentally change a thing. Okay. Okay. So that is true too. That, that's true. Right. Um, but we have a human body that we need to realistically look at and, and take into account and, and honor also understand that, yeah, this might be part of our path or I hate the word journey for some reason. It's just, I feel like it's overused, but it's, it's our destination was to have breast cancer whether we were we loved more or we didn't love more or whatever it was and it might not have been breast cancer it might have been something it was meant to have something hard so that we could deal with something and get get through something in our life um, on this earth um, and so trying to blame the breast cancer because it's in your chest and it's near your heart chakra that it's actually to do with the love that you didn't do or the things and you're trying to search for who didn't I love well enough or what thing can I mend you may find you're actually on the complete wrong track. And what it's doing is telling you to slow down, look after your body, eat well, you know, value life. Like, so if we're starting to concentrate too much on the reason for this occurring in some um, one to seven chakra, um, then we're probably going to lose part of the way forward, I suppose I'd say, yes. of what we should be doing. Yeah, yes. I'm not quite sure if that makes sense. It didn't come out the same way my brain was no, it, it, focusing it. But, no, it made perfect yeah. sense because I think one piece that you really touched on is that we have human bodies yeah. and we're having, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, not human beings having a spiritual experience. So the point to me of all of this is to be in this meat locker that we walk around in and be in the 3D world because that is where the lessons are. Yeah. That's what we are meant to do. We're not meant to sit in a room and, um, yeah, you know, in a certain to be tone. In order, only we wouldn't have a body. yeah, right. <laughs> so, not to sit in a room and and what's that called? Um, where you hum a particular thing and you can feel it in a particular chakra, but in that room you're not walking through life. Yeah. You're not doing the things in life that are the lessons and and um, different tragedies and things that you're actually supposed to go through to grow. And it's actually impossible for all of your chakras to be perfectly balanced at all times. Yeah. You know, I could go to a Reiki healing and then drive home and have some jerk cut me off and I and I flip on the bird yeah. and then and then guess what my, I don't know what my, what chakra that would be, but something would be out. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> you know, all of them, because we just had a normal human experience. Yeah. So it, it's, it's just unrealistic to think that all of those are going to be balanced at the same time. Very interesting though. Um, what uh, spirit showed me a while ago is the direct correlation between chakras and Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which okay. is a very scientific, um, yeah. psychological okay. sort of um, pyramid. Interestingly, the colors of Maslow's hierarchy of needs actually correlate yeah. directly to the colors of the chakras. I have. So I just took some notes to actually remember it. 
so at the top where in chakras you would have crown chakra in maslow's hierarchy of needs you would have self-actualization which is morality creativity acceptance purpose inner potential and i'm actually going to start at the bottom of um, maslow's hierarchy of needs because it makes more sense to me so at the bottom we in red we have physiological needs which is breathing food water shelter clothing sleep the basics yeah. Once we have those, we move up into safety and security, where we have health, employment, property, family, and social ability. Because honestly, like if we can't breathe, eat, drink, or have shelter, we're not worried about employment and family and social ability. Yeah. We're just surviving. Yeah. M moving up to love and belonging, which would correlate with the heart chakra, is friendship, family, intimacy, and connection. If we don't have family, social ability, health, and employment, we can't move into the next one. Yeah. And above that is self-esteem, which is confidence, achievement, respect of others, and a need to be unique. And above that is self-actualization, which I already said, which is morality, creativity, acceptance, purpose, and inner potential. Yeah. And what, you know, what I find super interesting, have you watched that? Um, it's on Netflix right now. It's called Alone. Yes. Yes. My husband yeah, loves actually, it. <laughs> oh, so do we. And he it's loves these, it. <laughs> it's, these, it's these extremely brave people that yeah. go out into like Australia or they go very far north in Canada and they have to survive. They get and dropped really in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, with like own. 10 with items. And nothing else. Yeah. And a camera. Yeah, it's <laughs> very, very good. But it's super fascinating because the ones that are always hunting for food and having crap luck with getting food, they are not crying about not being at home or missing their family. They're just trying to survive. The ones that eat decently while they're there don't have a lot of struggles with shelter or weather. They start missing their family and they end up going home because they're lonely because they actually moved into safety and security. Yeah. And into like family. And yeah, then all yeah. of a sudden they're like, why am I here? I just want to be with my family. Yeah. The ones that don't catch food, they don't, they aren't missing their family. They're, they might say it a little bit, but for the most part, they're just trying to survive and they're starving to death. So I find it super interesting because a lot of people too, when they come into, and I'm sorry, I'm talking so much on this, but <clears throat> people, sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> People, when they come into their gifts and abilities, they'll work <laughs> more so on like the crown chakra and the third eye and opening those in order to sort of have that, you know, awareness and connection to spirit. But the reality is, is that it's your root chakra that needs to be grounded and fulfilled. Absolutely. And in, in fact, <laughs> we're not even going to get, be able to get to these places of spirituality, <laughs> excuse me of spirituality and awareness, third eye and crown chakra, if we're just trying to survive. Yeah, absolutely. And in, in the course I did with Nancy Rebecca, unit one is grounding. It's working on the root chakra. It's actually knowing where you are with that. And it's interesting when, when you, when we do psychic uh, readings, um, even we, even when mediumship, um, we, would do within the course, you could actually feel where you'd get things in. And when something came in that uh, you had a matching picture for, that you also kind of emotionally uh, felt there, you would often see 
the person's focus and think drop down to another chakra. So, and I, I could see that I didn't know it was another chakra, but I could see that it would drop down to their heart or to the thing. And they would stop being focused on what hundred percent, what they were delivering in. And they would start to get uh, almost like human uh, interference into the messages that were coming through that were being merged mm-hmm. in themselves, through their gut, through their emotion or their heart or their thing. So, and Nancy in particular, she could very clearly see which chakra they dropped down to and she could watch it. And, and as I got more and more into the course I'd watch these people do these psychic readings it's, it's an amazing course to do and watching these people these psychics very talented psychics live read and learn and get better at it they you watch them drop down to and you go ah they've got a matching picture with that they also had childhood abuse or they also had drowned nearly drowned or you know something like that happened and you can see the chakra almost like lighting up within their body and they're losing what they're bringing in because of it. And then they'd have to recenter into their pioneer, which is in the center of your head and actually align so that all your chakras come into that point at the same time. And then therefore you're reading an unbiased as much as you can um, kind of thing. But it was interesting to watch the chakras at play with that. And those things where, you know, you said someone didn't have a house or someone didn't have a thing. People, everyone's chakras go straight down. You know, it goes down to where the, the, uh, that part of your life or that emotions actually come from. Um, and when you can energetically see chakras in that way, it's quite an interesting thing to actually sit and watch when people are talking even how and and crowds when you when someone's talking in a crowd you can watch everyone's chakras drop boom or someone's doesn't you're like oh wow wonder why they didn't get hit by that same emotion as everyone else and yeah and and so we are chakras are important and they are ruled by it but knowing what they are focusing fully on them is actually not needed like I seriously didn't know what they were until I was 49 which was only 18 months ago um when I started. So, you know, I, I I totally agree with what we were saying at the start that the emphasis and the focus doesn't need to be on it. If you want to get into them, I've got a girlfriend who does full chakra readings, like chakras are the whole core of what she does. She's very good at it. And she explains what they are um, as much as she can. But often the person that's getting the reading or getting the you know intuitive um information they don't even know what a shocker was so if you're saying oh i you know you need to focus on your fifth shocker and your third shocker and you know you've got uh issues here and your issues there and i'm seeing really purple up here they'll walk away going i got no idea what i have to do or what she said whereas if they came and said you know (laughs) you actually got emotional turmoil when it comes to the way you're um treated in your own home and you're not getting your voice out then they understand that they don't need to know fifth chakra fourth chakra third chakra you know d- don't feel that if you don't have that information you haven't got a way forward you know that's exactly it and then i think that my message is there's it's not the only thing that actually needs to be focused on because really it's just energy like i said i i use it as a tool to sort of point and guide um exactly what you said like oh you know you have um childhood trauma in relation to speaking your truth so it can sort of guide that way for me but just there's no need to waste your time and that's not to say there isn't excellent healers so I just I don't want to be misunderstood because I know phenomenal energy healers and you know they can kind of balance these points out energetically so that the person actually has 
maybe their nervous system calmed enough in order for them to actually advance and move forward and into these different um, healing things that need to come up and need to be processed and healed. My point is, is just balancing your chakras is not the be all and end all of healing. Other things need to come into consideration because if that's all you're doing, it's going to be a very long road. Yeah. And in saying that, I align mine every morning. I didn't know that they were chakras, but I, when I get up and I sit, when I have a shower, whatever I do, take a deep breath and I'm actually aligning all my chakras as much as I can. And I can feel where I'm at and I actually just heal that. And so, and, and the healing work that I do, I very much scan and go down to, to each chakra and I can feel where they're at and when they're not and I help put them back together. So they are very important. You just don't need to understand them to the depth that they are. That's my thoughts on it. And 100% agree, if that is all that you're doing, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. It's like the core and, and- of lining yourself up. And then you go, okay, we're from here, not, okay, I've lined myself up, finished, done, I'm healed, out of here. Right? <laughs> or or even as another example, say you did a healing on me and you, um, you know, sort of like you said that you kind of put my, my say my heart chakra kind of back together and, and fixed it. Well, the minute that I get up from your table and say I go back home and I'm immediately, you know, shut off from my trauma to my partner and I'm not opening up, boom, I've slammed my heart chakra shut. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's what I mean is, is we can't expect something energetic that needs to be healed on an emotional level Yeah, or expect something energetic to heal what needs to be healed on a physical level. Yeah. It's a combination. It needs, correct. Yeah. yeah. And, and it all it plays together. a part for sure, but there's energetic, there's physical, there's, um mental there's spiritual there's so many different levels that you can't just work with energy and think that it fixes it yeah fantastic all right um that is it on chakras for today so oh wow and before we go um we did a q a a few weeks ago and we will do another q a shortly so if you've got questions that you would like to ask Tanya or myself or both of us, um, then please put them in the comments. We will find them or email us. Our email's down there as well. So um, we will make sure that we add them to our list and next Q&A, we'll see if we can answer any of your questions. Thank you so much for coming. We really enjoy you. We wouldn't um, have the podcast that we have if it weren't for all of our fabulous listeners. And I mean, quite frankly, us being fabulous. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) 